0: Hi, I'm Heather Bell, and welcome to ETF Working Lunch, an ETF.com podcast where we get together every other week and talk shop with some of the smartest women in ETFs. Today, I'm speaking with Kelsey Mowry, president of Motley Fool Asset Management. Her firm, which is an affiliate of the popular Motley Fool investment website, entered the ETF space a few years ago and offers six equity ETFs, with a total of 1.2 million billion in assets under management. Kelsey,
1: thank you so much for joining me today. Heather, ha- thank you so much for having me.
0: Great to have you here. So I was thinking we could just kind of kick off our conversation with just you talking about how you got to your current role with Motley Fool Asset Management.
1: Absolutely. I would love to, t- to talk about that. I joined uh, Motley Fool Asset Management back in 2014, and it was my first time entering this field. I went to school for business, and after college, I handled purchasing for the USDA, and then I managed homeowners associations down in Raleigh, North Carolina. I needed to move up to Northern Virginia, and it was actually a coworker I had at the time. I suggested I look into her previous employer who was the Motley Fool. So I, with her help, started reaching out to employees at the Fool, met with a lot of them at Starbucks and just made some connections and went from there. I was really fortunate that Motley Fool Asset Management was in need of some help. So I was meeting with a lot of the people who worked there. I got one of those wonderful calls on a Friday of, Hey, I hear you're, you're speaking with a lot of our employees. We have an opening. Would you like to start next week? And luckily that was July 4th weekend of 2014. uh, So I had an extra day because I needed to move from North Carolina to, to Virginia. (laughs) So the job was still being formed as I, as I started and moved up. So they set me up with a, a temp agency while they figured out the role. So I had part of my foot in the door at the Fool at the time. And I really started out what I claim as everyone's assistant. My label was the executive assistant at the time for Motley Fool Asset Management. But our sister company, Fool Wealth, was really being formed and starting at the time. So I was a, a shared resource across both businesses. So I handled about seven different calendars at the time. My computer was terribly slow. And then it sort of as needs progressed, so did my role. So I started handling a lot of the office operations and plugging into compliance. I became the office coordinator and I was still the assistant for chief investment officer, and the president at that time. By that point, I was keeping all of the regulatory filings moving with the right people. We hadn't joined our series trust yet, so I was coordinating our board meetings, everything from booking cars and travel to the day of the meeting, setting up breakfast and shredding the board books at the end of it. So I was finding sort of my position within the company, but then also plugging into areas of interest. And and one that really was sticking with me were, were the operational aspects on the regulatory and the compliance side. So as I learned and grew, my mentor at the time, who was also our president, just started sticking me into different projects that we had going on we made the decision to move from our standalone board to a series trust. And along with that, all of the the partners at the time. So our custodian, our TA, which of course required a, a proxy vote. I led that charge and was able to learn all of the the operations on the back end there, but really hone in on what I considered my sweet spot at the time was our shareholders and 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 their experience. And so I was able to really work both with our shareholders and with our existing partners and like really form my path at the time. That project was the biggest overhaul, the biggest learning curve running the proxy. But then once that went through running that change from our service providers. So a huge learning experience for me there. That really kicked off sort of my career in uh, on the operational side. From then, I handled our merger of two mutual funds at the time, which again, a lot of those back office um, communications and a lot of those operational, like inner workings that you have to be plugged into at the time. So very, very interesting, uh, a lot of experience for me, which really helped me with a recent project we, of course, did which was our conversion of mutual funds to ETFs. But a lot of learning along the way at my almost eight years at the company, but I just really found myself plugging in to every project. I had those relationships as of starting off as everyone's assistant. So when I asked, can I join this team? Can I, can I learn? Can I sit in this meeting? Everyone sort of embraced me with, with open arms. So I was able to to connect that way and, and grow through that path. So in 2020, when the role sort of opened up, I was presented with this opportunity to, to take on president of Motley Fool Asset Management. And I of course said yes, and here we are now.
0: Wow. I feel like you could teach a masterclass in networking. <laughs> I mean, that's what got you the first job with Motley Fool. That's a really cool. And then also in just on the job learning and how someone can be proactive and really just kind of learn every aspect of a whole operation. Has that been kind of how you've just driven your career in general? Just taking steps like that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I learned the best from hands-on experience when you start off as an assistant you you sort of need to create your own path you need to hone in on your interests and I think the best way to do that is to sit in with teams I'm never going to be good at at marketing I'm never going to be good at, at this but I can learn aspects and um, really drill in there and I think people is are are my greatest asset, being able to work with a diverse set of of people and sort of lead with kindness and willingness to really work with with everyone. So absolutely, I think networking has been pivotal for me. I mean, it's been instrumental in in my growth over the years.
0: So I was wondering, you were just talking about like, you know, how people are kind of the center of how you approach things. And I was just wondering what Overall, would you consider your management style to be?
1: I would say certainly I lead with kindness and respect and understanding. I like to meet everyone where they are. I see that with my coworkers, with our employees, with our shareholders and our partners. I like to treat everyone, I think, in the way that I would love to be treated, but also see them for their growth potential. I have to always think about where I started. And if I didn't have a mentor to lift me up, I don't know where I would be. So I I think I always like to lead with seeing people at their potential level and, and everyone has the growth to expand. So what does a
0: typical day look like in your current role as president of an asset management firm? Because that sounds like a pretty busy job.
1: (laughs) Yes, and I would say there is no typical day-to-day. You are in an enormous amount of meetings, of course, with a lot of our external partners. I can be pulled away for board meetings, for meetings with our internal teams. We are part of, of course, our parent company. So it's not just Motley Fool Asset Management. We, of course, have our our parent company and we are one of many regulated businesses. So we have shared resources. So so I might be uh, one day meeting with the tech team, advocating for projects for our specific business unit, or meeting with the marketing team, our wholesalers. So a lot of of course, networking, but sort of leading the the conversations to get us towards our growth path and our trajections that we're looking for in the future.
0: Cool. So with all of that going on, have have you come up against any particular challenges or lessons that you've taken away since you've become
1: the president of the firm? Of course. I would say Professionally, one of my, well, my biggest challenge was our recent conversion. I, of course, that was such an enormous, enormous undertaking. For myself, personally, we have a, a small team. So that was an enormous amount of work to take on. And not only was I learning through it, but all of our partners, it was their, their first as well. So we were all learning together. It was, it was a lot of work and it was a lot of ups and downs when you're sort of paving the way there's going to be a ton of pivots and you need to be agile during those. So I would say that's been one of my, my biggest professionally, but then personally, I'm a, a young woman in this role. And, um, struggling with, with confidence. I'm a perfectionist. And it's difficult to be that while also teaching yourself and learning through your peers. So I've had a lot of struggles with that. When I was offered this role, I was uh, a few months pregnant at the time. So s- some fear, of course, incorporated in that not only the unknown of can I do it, but can I do it in this future state as now a mother of two So, yeah, a lot of a lot of pressure points and learning curves right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, So how like have you found any best practices for like managing that work life balance that people talk about in which I'm not entirely convinced exists?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think you have to just sit back and accept that you will not be able to do everything perfectly in any given moment sometimes big projects are going to trump that personal life that you have in the moment. And you have to really be agile and pivot. It might be Christmas and you haven't purchased any any presents or decorated your house yet. And you have to be able to accept that that's okay. There are going to be times where your personal life needs to take uh, precedence there. And you might need to take a few days off or a week off and really reset Cause there's just it's not possible to do be the best at everything in any given moment.
0: Totally. <laughs> I think that sounds like a very sane approach. So generally, what do you think about from day to day as president of Motley Fool Asset Management? Like what takes up the brain space?
1: I think growth. So I think mean, you you mentioned we're at one point two billion. We want to be bigger. We just realigned our product suite. We're now a six ETF shop. We launched two additional in December. So really honing in on a growth plan. We want to expand and be fully integrated into the ETF market space.
0: When you look at, at Motley Full Asset Management and you look at the ETF industry, where do you kind of see it positioned in that universe?
1: I see, I think our products as a great opportunity for individuals or those who are managing money to fill the need for any equity gap that are there in your portfolio. I think that we have a a great suite of, of products. And I also think that we have the advantage of our educational aspect, our voice. We have some brand recognition, of course, from our, our parent company. And that's what I'm really looking to hone in on is, uh, of course, I, I like to lead with kindness and meet people where they are, but I also want to meet investors where they are and their learning, curve. what is an ETF? How do I use that within my oh. current portfolio? Or how should I be thinking about that as I build it out? Whether you are just getting started or if you're a seasoned professional.
0: Absolutely. Well,
1: Kelsey, we'll have to leave it there. Thanks so much for joining me today.
0: Listeners, thank you for joining us as well, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. For all episodes of ETF Working Lunch, please check out ETF.com. See you next time.